The following is offered by Discerning Hearts, a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to spiritual formation through the use of new media. To download this selection, or to browse hundreds of other programs, or to contribute to our mission with a charitable donation which is fully tax-deductible, visit our website at discerninghearts.com. Today, this story is with regard to attitude toward the poor. I, Jesus is, a, is always, always seeing the gospel preached to the poor as so very important. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, John summoned two of his disciples and sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? When the men came to the Lord, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? At that time, Jesus cured many of their diseases, sufferings, and evil spirits. He also granted sight to many who were blind. And Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the good news proclaimed to them, and blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. The Gospel of the Lord. The blind see again, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. At the summit, the good news is proclaimed to the poor, and happy is the man who does not lose faith in me. That John, don't lose heart, I'm the one that you've been waiting for. And at the pinnacle of my proclamation is the poor have the gospel preached to them. I must say, aside from someone like Pope Francis, who is now like so stellar in his proclaiming, insisting, and caring for the poor, the outcast, the one who seems to have counted least, His insistence on caring for the poor, the poor, the poor. And so in this particular Advent season, it's very important for us to see how much we value in our own lives and how ready we are and do we have opportunities and make opportunities in our lives to share our goods with the poor. What kind of Christmas resolution, what kinds of efforts do we make in our Christmas plans to care for the poor? It used to be that in preparation for every Christmas party for a Christian, that they would leave some chair there for Jesus who would come in as a poor person. I know that many, many families would invite someone who wasn't going to be included. Here in Scranton, there's so much opportunity during during this holidays to see that people who are poor are cared for. I know there are many efforts 
on the part maybe of a church or some particular agency like Catholic Charities. But what do I personally, in my own personal life, set aside and have for the poor? What have I taken as a young child? What sacrifice are you making? I know in growing up, our dad used to insist that we take our best toy to share it. And then he would make a basket of food and we would take it to poor people. And he learned that from his father, my grandfather, to care for the poor. And each of us has been really deeply schooled in a personal, individual way of me personally, as a, as a child, as a teenager, every one of us, what is your attitude? And I know I used to love to take 11th graders, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, when they just finished their junior year in high school, and take them to a poor country where they could really see what a tremendous change that was. In prayer and in sacrifice, they would get enough money for in the summer, and we would have a retreat, and we would go to maybe Mexico or Ecuador. We would go to a poor place, or we would go to a poor parish on an Indian reservation, and they would learn how to share and give with the poor. As a, as a married person, what is your attitude? What is your what is your resolution as you during this time of Advent? How do you examine yourself with regard to the poor? Jesus gives this as a crescendo in his in his gospel. In Matthew we read about the Beatitudes. I believe they're so, they begin with, and what is your attitude toward poverty? Do you feel the poor deserve it because they're lazy? Is that, is your, your attitude, is that the way you look on people who are in need? He says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. They really are the members of the kingdom of God. More than that, St. Luke says, blessed are the poor. Everyone I would never want to be called, as I have in many times in my life, seen people who are poor. My thoughts go quickly back to Regina that I met in Haiti, and I was there when she was dying. She was born in dirt. She lived in dirt, and she died. She was 27. She was died. She, how, what kind of life is our sister and brother living in poor countries? Jesus says, blessed are the poor. As I knelt by her in dying, and she was just shouting out, 
her sins that she had committed. And I was absolving her. And everyone around could hear, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And she was dying. And I'm forgiving her her sins. Oh, I'm going to see God. I'm going to see God. And she died in that poverty. Blessed are the poor, God said. I'd not, I would not want to live a day of that life. I was blessed in a beautiful family. I've had a bed almost every day of my life. I've had water. I've had food. I've had all kinds of, maybe once in a while, I might have been deprived, even for a day or two. What is it to be poor, to live in poverty? And yet Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will have their fill. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad for your reward will be great in heaven. Thus they persecuted the prophets who went before you. When I think of my little Mexican brothers and sisters sometimes, and I and I used to go to the projects and I would listen to the names that they called these little children and these people. Strangers in our midst. When I myself was a stranger in Peru, when I was walking down the street and didn't even know the language well enough to ask how to go to the bathroom, you know, when you're, when you're in a foreign land and you're a stranger, Jesus says, blessed are you when you care for the strangers, for the hungry, for the thirsty, for the naked, for the stranger, for the imprisoned. What are we preparing for this Christmas? How do we see the works of mercy and with regard to our caring for them. Not, not some agency that we can just sign a check and, and send it. No. What is my personal contact 
with the poor man and the poor woman. I know my priesthood was much richer than it is now. You know, I, I guess I think I'm so far from the poor. When I used to put 20 or 30 single dollars in my pocket and walk through Port Authority on my day off, and just anybody who would come up to me and want money, I would sit down with them and buy them a hamburger, and we'd have something to eat together. And I would pay for that. I wouldn't give money, but I'd always just sit and look into the eyes of the man recovering from a drink, or maybe a drunken night, or for the poor woman who was so poor. And as you meet and face this this opportunity leading to Christmas, what preparations am I making to care for the stranger? What can I do in preparation for Christmas to care for someone who is sick and alone and in my parish? Where can I be and who can I invite to my table? What am I doing for the poor to proclaim the gospel of love? That personal, individual relationship of love to my poor sister, my poor brother. As we come to this season, I, I know on my schedule is to have Mass in prison on Christmas Eve and to have Mass at a, a, a recovery center on Christmas Day and to be there with men and women in recovery and to be with men in prison. What, are, what am I doing to see this love for my brothers and sisters this Christmas. Jesus saw this as a magnificent and wonderful way to teach us. And I really believe that each of us has a a responsibility as a Christian to hear him say today, the poor have the gospel preached to them. That what is the greatest gospel message? That God loves each and every person. And that God really has a preference for the poor. I would just really just like to go over again with you, finally, to just that first... uh, Beatitude, blessed are the poor, says St. Luke, and blessed are the poor in spirit. What do you really, really think about poverty? God bless. You've been listening to Building the Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this program or to browse hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com. 
This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to support our efforts. But most of all, we pray that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com.